we had that little gag slash mishap a few episodes back when we was like, hey, Kwame's getting out of jail. And then we had to come back and up to like, hey, no, he's not. Yeah, yeah. But guess what? Right. It's finally coming to fruition, bitch. Okay. Kwame Kilpatrick is free. Former mayor of Detroit. Free. Okay. Out and looking skinnier as ever. <laughs> With all that salt in that beard. Okay. Super salty ass beard. Sorted comma beard. But he looked happy. He looked spry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now he just need to stay the fuck out of trouble. Don't bring your right. black ass back to Detroit, my nigga. Yeah, just go. You know, we fucks with you. We didn't want you to serve that full 28 years that they was trying to slap on you. So, mm-hmm. you know, we forgive you. We love you. Because you're nothing but the best. But don't bring your black ass back to the D. Former right. mayor of Detroit. Right. Yeah. But shouts out to... Kwame, finally yeah. free. We really, we really are happy that he's yeah. free. We don't want him to be, you know what I'm saying? Because I thought 28 years sounded crazy, you yeah. know? I, I, and I get it, you know what I'm saying? He fucked up, and he definitely should have toned for that fuck up, of course. But 28 years is just really excessive, you know? Very. Especially with those people out here and committed murders, rapes, and all types of ill shit that served less, you right, know? Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. definitely though, Kwame's town. Yay! Real nigga celebration. Everybody already started their little parties or whatever. Right, he, he been fucking call me parties. home. Yeah, no. Don't throw no parties, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, parties is where you fuck up. Right. <laughs> parties, parties not for you, my nigga. But we glad you're home. Hey, yeah. Kwame. Shout out to Kwame Kilpatrick. Former mayor from far away, right? What's up? From far away. Mm-hmm. Wish you luck oh, from over there. Over there. Way, <laughs> way, 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 way across the country. Okay. Okay. Be blessed. Good luck. Welcome back to Delicate Dominance Podcast. Episode 54. Ooh, we're getting old. We're getting up there. Up there. Episode titles and age and everything. It's Auto, y'all. And Queen P. Back at it again with another back at it again. We're back. Yeah. I'm so happy to be back with you. I'm always happy to be back with you. Lovely. How you doing? How was your week? Um, I had a very eye-opening week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's still a lot going on with my dad and everything. He's making, uh, you know, slight progress. We still not where we fully want to be and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to the homegoing celebration for my uncle on that side of the family as well. Definitely, um, rest in peace to him. But it was really the eulogy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pastor there at the service. And, you know, I always be feeling when people say, you know, they'll be in church or they'll be different places where somebody will say some shit that just feel like it speak to them directly. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I be feeling where people be coming from that. But I really experienced it at this funeral, mm-hmm. you know. And because, you know, of course, my uncle was a dad and a husband, a, you know, retired uh you know vet and everything like that served his country but it was the eulogy discussing fathers imparting love into their children for me Mm. and i feel like it spoke to me personally you know Mm. because i've had my own issues and situations you know with my own father and he basically just spoke about imparting love into your children as a father Mm. and he basically just said like it took him a long time to get older and realize that 
some men just don't know how to impart that love into their children. And because they don't know how to impart that love and express that, they'll withdraw. It doesn't mean they love you any less or that they, you know, have no love for you and they don't wish you the best. But because they don't know how to express that love and really put that love into you from them, they will withdraw. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. as a natural human emotion. And it's so crazy because I feel like he was talking to me because literally I was on FaceTime with my brother for like an hour and some change the night before the funeral. Mm-hmm. And we literally was having that conversation like mm-hmm. we older now. We don't have as much animosity towards our father as we previously did, especially with everything going on right now. Like it's just hard to be that way and right. just have that pent up aggression towards someone that needs love, needs right. care, you yeah. know? And he spoke about that and it just hit me. It hit me hard, you know? Mm-hmm. And he also just kind of discussed the word father mm-hmm. and the word dad. And I didn't really notice it until he brought it up. He said, you know, calling a man dad or, you know, my dad and everything like that just basically describes your relation to that person mm-hmm. and their relation to you. Right. But father comes with a higher level of respect and it comes with consistency and being there and actually building that relationship and that foundation with your kids. Right. And I thought about it like I've never referred to my dad as father. Mm-hmm. And it was because of that lack of consistency and lack of feeling like this is my father. Right. Got a dad. Yeah. I got somebody that contributed to me being here, but maybe just not as much to the actual growth and raising of me as I would like him to be. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. That shit just kind of hit different for me. And I really enjoyed his eulogy and it was, it was everything. So definitely, you know, shouts out to the pastor. So, you know, I just really, really enjoyed that sermon and that good word. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Yeah, it topped off my week. It, It really did. It really gave me some clarity and some perspective and, you know, just spending time with like my family and everything just, Made me feel a little better than what I've been feeling. So definitely was a okay week. Yeah. And I, I don't think it was a coincidence that you heard that, you know. You and that's just so be there crazy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It just be the timing for everything. Mm-hmm. The timing to hear that word. Right. To receive that word and mm-hmm. be able yep. to digest mm-hmm. that word and really feel where he coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And for your ears to be open. You know what I'm saying? Heart open, mind open, everything. Because um, I think about this a lot. Like um, sometimes I go into autopilot mode. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I just drift off. You know what I'm saying? Imagine the shit that you don't hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How you can how you can just randomly miss some shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you actually heard that. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. could have. It could have just been one of them things that just drifted right past your mind. You know? Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's good though. I mean. You know. I uh, um I hate funerals, but I like you know the the eulogies are always really good. You know? They are, they are. They be preaching they preaching they preaching they behinds off. Behinds, yeah. yeah. That's to say behinds. Yeah, that's to say behinds. But um, it was funny because I did go to a funeral where I didn't feel like the guy pre- preached his behind off. I felt like he was like pandering. You know what I'm saying? Pandering to us, like he um uh, he was like he kept saying like see because my guy. Is a no cap guy. A no cap guy. Yes. 
I'm like, what does that mean? Because I'm I'm still a little bit confused about no cap anyway. So for you to just put no cap on top of God, I just it's a lot for me to unpack here. Like, okay, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? How was your week? Um, it was cool. Um, it was cool. I had some um some relaxation time that was good. much needed. Always good. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing. Um, a friend of mine, a friend of yours too, um, had a um a birthday brunch. Um, oh, her yeah. her mom to her um, friend of the show, definitely uh, owner of Pretty C Collection. Um, nay, her birthday is coming up pretty soon. On a, I think it's the twenty seventh, and um, her mom threw her like a surprise uh, birthday brunch. Mm-hmm. It ended up being birthday, you know, dinner, but it was really nice. Her yeah, because really, I saw the pictures; they looked mm-hmm. really, really nice. It was really very classy you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it was i was i really enjoyed myself and she really enjoyed herself too mm-hmm. and speaking of that that's uh <clears throat> her and you and me getting ready to go to miami oh yeah so we get me and we get me but i stick to you so this week is gonna be full of uh miami preparations definitely yeah We've already gotten started. I'm very excited and just can't wait to just do something to kind of relax and get away for a minute, you know? Yeah, get away from all this stagnant energy. This weird ass shit going on. And mm-hmm. if y'all don't live in Michigan, y'all don't know that Michigan don't know if it want to be open, closed, halfway open. They don't want to, they want to incorporate rules sometimes. Wear right. a mask, don't wear a mask, don't forget your mask. But sometimes your mask is okay. Have your mask on, mask off. Fucking mask off. Like, they just don't really know what the fuck right. is going on. And it's these orders put on orders and orders on top of orders, orders on orders of orders, and stretching and prolonging this whole COVID pandemic quarantine shit. And I'm just looking for a little bit of normalcy right. and things that I, I didn't really think I took for granted, but maybe I may have, you know? Mm-hmm. Just Definitely. simple shit that we consider quote unquote normal. We're just ready to get back to that. So, you know, hopefully starting on the first because that's when everything will start to get lifted and they'll kind of have the order set in place to open the bars and the restaurants and things back up to regular, you know, public activity, regular mm-hmm. life, regular business is normal. So we're going to see how this goes. You know, our cases was going up, but they are going back down. So definitely praying for better times and, you know, condolences to anyone that was affected by this pandemic or yeah. lost anyone and you know i know a couple of people that you know did pass due to complications from it and it's it's real it's definitely real you know but we got to start the healing at some point right and we got to start yeah. the moving forward at some point so yeah. hopefully this is a step towards that right change our mindsets you know what i'm right. saying like right now it's just they like hey panic hard as hell you know what i'm saying i just don't feel like that's fair for them they just want us to be in a panicked state all, all the, the time. time yeah um like i was uh this was like around the holidays i might have said this on here i can't remember but it was lady on some type of news show or something and she was like you know it's not it's not safe just because you, um, what did she say, tested negative for corona doesn't mean anything, is what she said. Just because you tested negative doesn't mean anything. Well, like a false negative or just what? What was she trying to say? That you still shouldn't go around people. Like, 
still don't go around your family and stuff. If, if you got a negative test, it just means you got a negative test. That doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have corona. Like, well, it's what confusing. The fuck? Well, what are we getting tested for? I think. Okay, and then she she said, "Yeah, that's not a that's." She said, "That's not a pass to go and be with your family." Why the fuck it ain't? <laughs> okay, it's past to go do everything else. So it's past to go to work. Exactly. That just that shit should just sounded crazy to me. Like, yeah, you got a negative test. So, the fuck am I getting tested for then? If exactly. it's like that, save me my time and energy, bitch. Right. Oh, dumb shit. Yeah. And I'm just a little still on the fence with the whole vaccine shit. Um, I was discussing, you know, with. You know, a couple of my teammates and also our team leader as far as like the vaccine and, you know, they haven't really started talks of it yet. We still working from home, but he did kind of allude to the vaccine being required mm. to work back in the actual office. Mm -hmm. Now, the option to work from home is still going to be available. And I think I may go ahead and roll with that because I'm just not comfortable with fucking with a vaccine that y'all slap together in six months, you know? And I feel like to perfect certain shit, it does take a little bit more time than what has went by yeah. for y'all to be putting Even this everybody. shit into mm -hmm. people's bodies, you right. know? And there has been a couple of reports of people having complications and issues and even deaths linked to the vaccine. Mm -hmm. So that got me a little shook. And I know that underlying conditions and other, you know, maybe possible respiratory issues that you have may play a factor and things like that, but... Again, y'all barely even know about the virus at this point. Right. So y'all don't, you know, it's not really 100% guaranteed. But, um, you know, I FaceTime my brother and things like that. And he's a teacher over in China. Mm -hmm. He's, um, you know, <laughs> shout out to my bro. I love you. Hey. And, um, you know, he's, uh, they're currently, they're back in the building and everything. But, you know, even where he's at, which is Shanghai, they are having a small spike in cases. And by him being a teacher, it was actually a requirement for him to take the vaccine. So he took it weeks ago. Mm. And he's like, shoot, I, I feel fine. I'm like, oh, mm. all right. Mm. Yeah, so I've just been checking in with him just to make sure. Right, like, yeah, I still. Yeah. And it was funny, though, because I was um, talking to one of my friends or whatever. And I had asked him or whatever, like, what if I took that vaccine and, you know, just came over here with like a third titty or whatever. He like. You know, when I shoot your ass, I'm just going to make it real quick so you ain't got to feel no pain and shit. Uh -huh. I'm like, you going to be fucked up. Uh -huh. I'm like, oh, you going to shoot me for real? He like, yeah, you know, just because that's just the beginning of the change, you know. You're not about to come over here on some Walking Dead type shit. <laughs> but that going through the uh, fucking change, turning into no fucking zombie and shit. It's going to start off with a third titty and shit. Think that shit's sexy. That's just the beginning. Your ass will come in here on tip. Mm. Blow your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I said that's that, people. and I'm glad I know where you stand. Thank you. <laughs> but there's a lot going on. It's a time you know, laughing to keep from crying is just what we do. Yes, it's a shit that we be on. So mm -hmm. try to find some sort of so. <laughs> humor, mm -hmm. you know, beyond the bullshit. But I'm really glad you had a good week. Yeah, it'd be hard, but we do a good job at it. I think. Yeah, maintain it, maintain it. Um. So, um, speaking of trying to lift spirits and um, be lifted, um, want to talk about what we're burning today? Yes, yes, yes. We got the salted caramel and pumpkin burning. Mm -hmm. 
still shouts out an honorable mention to the grapefruit mango steam. I burnt the fuck out that motherfucker when we was originally supposed to record. I burnt yeah. that bitch down to no wax. I love that smell. No fucking wax. Hansi, let me tell you, it's the truth. It gave life. It gave life. I love it. Yeah. Oh. It livens up the room. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I'm very happy with it. But yes, shout us out to the uh, salted caramel pumpkin. It's giving me home, come in, welcoming vibes. You know, it's giving me pumpkin spice lattes. Giving me mm-hmm. mm, clean, sexy, make me want a piece of pie or some shit. You yeah. know, it's, it's really good. Yeah, it do make me want dessert. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice, sweet clean smell yeah all your smells is clean beach you know thank you love it they are clean scents so thank you mm-hmm. directly from a lux definitely hit up my bitch what's that <laughs> yes so um y'all know the link y'all know the vibes no plan <laughs> <laughs> okay tell them you you that promoter you are <laughs> i love supporting my bitches right. let's get into why we bombard right quick okay I'm bothered. Yeah, I'm a little bothered too. And definitely shouts out to these two beautiful black queens, Ashanti and Keisha Cole. You know the versus battle um, was a few days ago and everything like that. It was they 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 did their thing, and I was really just kind of like over the shit. Like, all right, now the versus battle is coming up. Okay, is it not coming up? Is it not is it coming? Is it not coming? You know what I'm saying? Because they changed dates so many fucking times. At this point, it was just kind of like go to hell. Okay, kiss my <laughs> right. Ass. Kiss my ass respectfully. We don't care anymore. For real, like for real, like y'all, y'all fucked up the whole anticipation of that shit, moving the damn dates for whatever the reasons or whatever. But it actually ended up being really good. I enjoyed the fuck out of that versus. So definitely shouts out to Ashanti and Keisha Cole and everybody else that you know put the verses together, or whatever. But what kind of bothered me was just Keisha Cole having an attitude when you two hours late. So Mm. Don't elbow. She on diva time. Okay, even Swiss Beast was sick of her shit. He in the comments like, "This shit so disrespectful." Okay, cause like, what, what, what's going on? Like, we get it. Shit happens. You know, you got to take care of your family. You might have an emergency, flat tire, need an oil change, whatever the fuck happened for you to get there. But for you to be two hours late and this shit have been pushed back and pushed back. And mind you, it don't start the earliest. You know what I'm right. saying? Niggas is. Still grown as hell and have the shit to do right. in the morning. So we can't just be up fucking around with y'all till 1 a.m. Right. every night. Got kids. On any given night. Yeah, you know, people got shit to do. So the fact that she was there late and then still kind of low-key kept the attitude, like it was a point, I guess, that she just wanted to take a hard-ass break. Maybe she was two hours late and you want a break? Okay. Right. Cool. And I guess she thought that Ashanti was moving on to the next song or whatever. But Ashanti likes us. No, we're on number 10. Like I said. <laughs> And you said you wanted to take a break, so I'm bitch taking a break. But then I'm gonna play my fucking song. Or some weird shit like that had happened. So I don't know. She just kinda had a little bit of an attitude or whatever. But I noticed with the verses, like Ashanti, you know, was very, you know, chill, laid back, and a couple people was kind of making comments like, Oh, she just seemed like she's too good to be here or whatever. It's just like, no. Some people are really mentally evolved and they don't really subscribe to fitting into a black girl attitude mode or fitting into a certain way to act for entertainment you know she just mm. kind of carried herself the way she always normally carried herself like like a boring ass bitch she, so I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. she i mean you know she just was regular or whatever yeah. she just you know was into it and shit. she you know showed love or whatever it was a couple of like shady parts on you know both maybe half so whatever when they was playing songs they 
leaving out the camera and looking in their phones and shit like that. So, you know, it was a little bit of weirdness <laughs> going on, but we peeped. We peeped. You know, I'm big on body language and energy mm-hmm. and shit. So, you know, I, I peeped a little bit of tension here and there. But other than that, it was definitely a good battle. But it just be the attitude for me. Like, I don't, you know, you, everybody human, you know, we just kind of have our little moments and shit like that. But, like, sis, definitely don't be coming no attitude when you was late as fuck. Right. I just kind of read me the wrong way a little bit. But definitely a good versus. Mm-hmm. I was a little iffy about it, too. Coming into it because I had uh, told my homegirl, I'm like, I'm not really feeling this versus like that right now. But once they got into it and started playing like them hits, hits, and they both came with some shit that I had forgot about. Like, mm-hmm. shout out to OT Genesis too. You know, he had to come through and show his ass right quick. Right. <laughs> okay, trying to get us back on his side. Girl. With that shirt that said, I'm in the big leagues. Because <laughs> he's in the fucking big leagues. Okay. And he letting you know shit could get scary. scary. <laughs> She can get scary. You don't mm-hmm. want nobody following you home, do you? <laughs> oh my god, girl. Yeah, but I didn't get to watch it. Um, the verses. I didn't get to watch it. I am not a huge fan of either Keisha Cole nor Ashanti, so I just didn't feel compelled to really watch it. But it sounded like it was really good. I think I might go watch some highlights. Yeah, some yeah, some it was good. It was good. I came in team Ashanti for sure because that was just a big part. You know, like musically. The music that she was putting out was a big part of, you know, me growing up and shit. Like, she had a lot of hits and shit that she was featured on that did come out and drop during pivotal points in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I was definitely team Ashanti, even though I do love Keisha Cole. She had them them shits, too, for sure. So, definitely respect to both of them, but... I would have been team Keisha Cole. Team Keisha, that's mm-hmm. what's up. But, yeah, yeah. she... She just was kind of like over the shit. She like, bitch, I need more shots. Like Keisha just was mm-hmm. not for the shit at all. Like, man, you can tell she was kind of fucked up when she got there. And you know, Shanti up there drinking her little uh essential water and shit. Like, <laughs> you know, whatever. I mean, not whatever, but like, you know, I'm chilling or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was cool. And like Keisha, you know, they had like Doritos. I guess was kind of like sponsoring the whole shit or whatever. So they had little Dorito bags strategically placed in the background and shit and Ashanti's background was all nice and neat and shit. Keisha's jacket all hanging all off the chair and her Dorito mm-hmm. bag all leaning and shit. I'm like, yeah. Ashanti really on her aesthetic shit. She really about the look. Mm-hmm. It was very neat. <laughs> Had her little candles burning. She was like promoting the candle company, you know, and shit behind the scenes and like shouted mm-hmm. them out or whatever like a um, little candle business and shit. So it was definitely, it was a good battle. It was dope. But Ashanti had them hits. Like, if they was doing a sing-off, Keisha got it for sure. But mm. them hits, mm. Shanti kind of thumped on her a little so bit. So, it was basically a Ja Rule concert. She played a couple of Ja Rule shits, but a lot of her shit was her shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? She did movies. Cool. She did Only You. She did Foolish. She did a couple of, like, the little remixes and shit. Like, oh, shit that she did. There was a couple of Ja Rule cuts on there, too. But it wasn't mostly Ja Rule, you know? Mm. I would check it out. But that speaking of that, that reminds me. I wanna I recently heard on the um episode of 85 South that Carlos Miller loves candles. Think about how you sliding in yeah. DMs. Mm-hmm. Like, no. mm-hmm. Well, I already slid in his DMs once. <laughs> I did. It what, was my what, first what DM came, slide too. First DM slide. Okay, let's duly noted. Let's yeah. note that. So this is my first time. That was my first time sliding into anybody's um anybody for any purpose. I mean, you know, besides friends or something, yeah. Um, DMs, but um, he had on a shirt that said "Minding My Black Business," mm-hmm. and I like that. So I'm like, oh, 
I like that shirt. You know what I'm saying? Where can I get it from? Can I buy it directly from you? You know what I'm saying? He didn't answer back. So I he, think, busy, he busy. He busy. I know. So I think I might try to get they because they be having like PO boxes and stuff. Yeah. I think I might try to send something to their PO box. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely plug plug for sure. Yeah, because he'd be like, I love candles. You know what I'm saying? He was like, always as an older nigga, I just like to burn candles. You know, I'm like, I love. That. I knew I love Carlos Miller. Yeah. That's what's up? But we are also bothered about, and this has been this has been looming for about a few weeks. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really give a fuck to talk about it until I heard this little bit of backstory information. Why a fin SL buckle belt buckle Lucci? Oh my god. <laughs> um why fin Lucci, you know, has turned himself in because he was wanted for murder. Well, in connection to a murder. In connection for murder. Murder. So <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> so um, you know, he's um wanted for this murder. And if I should think, you know what I'm saying, you just hear about, you know, it's just a I was gonna say a regular old murder, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. Not a regular old murder. So what they have come to say is that um, there were two quote unquote rival gangs shooting at each other. Wife and Lucci's people shooting outside of a car, and then what other people shooting into that car? Um, for some strange reason, um, Lucci was the driver. Is what they said. <laughs> Which, which is crazy because you're the big star. You're the exactly. big star and the money maker and you driving. Mm-hmm. But okay. And second thing, he, well, not he, but allegedly um, one of um, the other, the, the ops, one of them got shot. Mm-hmm. And then one of their people, Lucci's people got shot. And allegedly... They pushed this nigga out the car. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because now, now this nigga is on Lucci squad. It's part of Lucci squad, yeah. Well, he got hit and shot in the head. You know what I'm saying during the melee, and they decided to just cut their losses, pretty much. You and know, they dropped him off at the fire station, right? Or allegedly? No, they dropped him off on the street. Like just the street. Yeah. Whoa! They just nasty what they, work. I think what I seen, one of the words that I seen describe it was a violent. Voluntary a uh, manual ejection. He was manually ejected from the car. <laughs> Damn. And oh, and you know, you could only deduce that you know they was trying to avoid being in more trouble than they are taking this man to the hospital and risking questions and stuff like that. So they thought it would be better just to leave a whole body in the middle of the street that they'll be able to link back to you, right back to you. <laughs> Like the you, fuck? That's the alternative? Like this like this man, whoever this is, didn't have family or, you know what I'm saying? Friends, contacts, a phone. Yeah. For, y'all just gonna mm. literally leave him for dead? That's <laughs> fucking crazy. And, you know, I hate to see it just because rappers' stories ending in a typical fashion just be such a big letdown, you know? Yeah. This is some shit that just you just hear too fucking often and stories similar to it. If it ain't some shit with jail or murder or robberies, rival gangs and shit like that, it just be all so fucking repetitive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With our black men, and it just be a big letdown, you know? But I am hoping for the best, and, you know, I don't want to believe certain shit like that, but it'd be like, eh. You know, you link to certain shit, we hear certain shit about you. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, you, you, you really don't even know 
how and when to give the benefit of the doubt, you know? Right. Yeah. It should just be crazy. But it is crazy. These rappers. Like, they, rest in peace to that man and his family and condolences and everything. And yeah. it's just unfortunate. Hopefully, this sort of shit will be less and less of a storyline and we'll just quit hearing about it. It's just to the point that now you just be so immune to hearing wild ass shit like this. Mm. That shit is wild as hell, but hearing it, it'd be like, damn, that's fucked up, you know? And on to the next shit. Yeah, exactly. we're not able yeah. to fully digest process, certain shit process, like that. Yeah, because yeah. it's such commonplace. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely a, a very fucked up scenario and situation. Yeah. But um, like you said, condolences to um, the family of the deceased. And, um, you know, prayers up to you guys. And, you know, for, I guess, whatever the best case scenario for YFN. Lucci, I hope that goes that way for you. Yeah. Um, Condolences to that bone ass mug shot of him, too, because he looked half ass dead as hell. Yeah. You know <laughs> he looked crazy. Yeah. Like, half dead, motherfucker. <laughs> he looked like he looked like, how the fuck did I get here? You know what I'm saying? To heaven, because he looked dead. <laughs> fuck. Like, <clears throat> yeah, he, he looks dead. But, yeah, I don't know. Praying for the best for sure, you know. You talk shit or whatever, but like this shit is very unfortunate. Yeah. I hate to hear it. This dumbass bullshit. You know what I'm saying? To just fuck up your whole life, career, everything that you could possibly have going, opportunities, all that. Like, yeah. and you, you know, we'll never know the true, true story. Mm-hmm. But we still even know the fuck happened between Megan and Tory Lanez. But, right. <laughs> but you know, whatever it is, y'all know the people who were there know what happened, and you know, I guess. Just, yeah. I guess, wherever the pieces may fall. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we're going to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, I do want to give a quick shout out, though, to 42 Doug and Lil Baby. Okay. I got to mention that. Just because I think that this really dope, what they're doing. Um, There's a woman that uh, kind of went viral. She had a uh, brother that was killed and decided to find her brother's alleged killers and seek retaliation, you know, and mm-hmm. currently is in jail for it. And 42 Doug and Lil Baby is actually, you know, they were talking about making, you know, strides towards putting money towards her bail, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, you know, pretty dope. Like, we get it. Murder is not the answer and things like that. But shit, she is her brother's keeper. Mm-hmm. And you just never know how you react if somebody do something to hurt your family member, especially a family member that ain't in the street shit, ain't right. in the street life, don't have nothing to do with none of this shit. It's just basically some retaliation shit. You at the wrong place at the wrong time, and you link to somebody that's into some fuck shit, which mm-hmm. is kind of seeming like the way that this story went. Mm-hmm. And you getting back at the family member because you can't reach the person that you're really trying to get. So. Mm-hmm. They just basically, you know, having talks about putting money on her bill and shit like that. And they got the money to do it. So I just think it's pretty dope that they putting themselves at that level to normal, you know, human shit. And they don't feel like they too big to be involved and be, right. you know, a part of something that would be, you know, some shit a regular citizen would be going through, you know? Yeah, so right, right, yeah. y'all even talking yeah. about it and thinking about it and paying attention to the story and bringing light and awareness to the story, I think it's pretty dope. So definitely shout out to 42 Doug and Lil Baby for doing that. Shout out. Yeah. Um, however, I don't 100% agree with the circumstances. You know what I mean? Right. It's about her going back to um, 
you know, kill. Avenge her brother's death. You know, well, I'm not going to say that I disagree with it, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, sometimes these days I feel like certain shit should be nipped in the bud a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Extreme, sometimes extreme, what they call it? Measures, what they call it? Something, something. Desperate measures for something, something, yeah, something, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, so you don't never know what happened, but at the same time, you'll never know what happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What if he got killed because they were retaliating on something? You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. You just never, you know what I'm saying? But the way no. that the story go, that the um, little boy that got killed or whatever, you know, he was a a decent student and everything. It wasn't really oh, a involved. boy, a little boy. Yeah, um, it was like her younger brother, or whatever. Oh, she had, okay, okay, had okay. another situation with two of her cousins or something like that. Had got killed maybe like the year before. So I think she was just at her breaking point, you know. Mm. So sometimes, even though you know it may seem like the wrong thing to do, sometimes you feel in your heart to stand up for what's traditionally wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and. You know, of course, by law, she 100% in the wrong, but I just like the fact that they're standing up for something that they believe in. Right. They feel like, okay, you know, she did this and she should have repercussions and everything like that, but maybe the immediate reaction shouldn't be jail. It should be right. giving this woman the help and healing that she needs. Right. And she definitely not going to get it locked up in a cell 24-7. Right. And maybe getting her a counselor and somebody to talk to, therapy. And just kind of monitoring her behavior may be the better alternative. And I think that by that being a better way to go, I like the fact that they're doing it just strictly off that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, trauma and mental issues and mental health and shit like that is really becoming a big thing. And it's something that we got to pay attention to. Right. And jail just not really the answer for somebody that had been through as much shit as that woman had been through. Mm-hmm. So I just agree with that part of it. You know, like killing somebody and taking another life, of course, that's 100 percent wrong. But. Again, when you get to your snapping and your breaking point, you just never know how you will react, especially mm-hmm. when someone that you know and love feels the repercussions of some shit that they necessarily didn't have anything to do with. Right. You know, True. and that's seeming like, you know, from the story that I've seen online, what this was, you know, of course, we never know because we yeah. only get what the media feeds us. Mm-hmm. But if that really is the case, then it should be looked at. As far as, you know, it should be looked into her getting the help that she needs as opposed to just locking her the fuck away. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I think that's dope they putting them strides towards that. Because it ain't like she just want to know wild ass killing spree. just shooting up motherfuckers, bang, bang, or whatever. She had rhyme and reason for her shit. And she just was at that point where, fuck it. I, I ain't got shit to lose. I need to do this. And I just... She was on her sip the yeah, shit. I, 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 I got to do this for uh, me. I got to do this for me, yes, mm-hmm. for sure. So, it's just mm-hmm. that part of it, you know. And everything just be so subjective. It be a lot of shit that you can mm-hmm. unpack and just, you know, think and analyze or whatever. But the fact that they reaching out and they trying to do something to even make a difference, you know, mm-hmm. even halfway, you know, even despite the circumstances, I think it's dope. So, shouts out to them. Yeah, and condolences to the family and their loss and, yeah, um, you sure. know. The upcoming, you know, legal battles that they're gonna have, you know, just we don't know the, all the circumstances yeah. around it, so we just wish them, yeah, the best. For sure. And uh, we applaud little baby and Forty Two Doug for their efforts. Yeah, for sure. Okay, now to the lighter note. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what? Uh, this this came from you. You want to introduce what we doing? Yeah, we just kind of having a little discussion, a little lightweight table talk about I want to say 
the equivalent. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, particular gentleman caller. And, you know, we were just discussing the equivalent of things between men and women that are, you know, maybe not necessarily in a relationship, but could be in a relationship, but two people that are dealing with each other, man and woman. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing like men coming to a female's house and noticing that shit like her trash is overflowing or the trash needs to be taken out and him actually taking the effort and the, you know, and has the will to like, hey, you know, I see your trash overflowing. Let me take the trash out, you know? Mm-hmm. And he asked me what would be the equivalent to that if a woman comes to a man's house and mm-hmm. sees something, you know, out of order or something that she could do. And his argument was, well, the equivalent to taking out the trash would be if a woman came to the house and saw that it was dishes that needed to be washed, sink full of dishes or whatever you hear. And he was thinking like, okay, I would think that that would be something simple. You could go ahead and wash these dishes up. And we just kind of got into this whole equivalent, you know, rabbit hole as far as relationships. Like what is the equivalent of X, Y, and Z? And, you know, my point was it just depends on the circumstances of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like if we've been dealing with each other for a while, you know, we ain't got to necessarily be together or just be at the point where we about to be together. But if you come to my house, you see me, you care about me or whatever like that. And notice, you know, like, oh, the trash need to be taken out or whatever. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and handle right. that. You know? Right. And my whole point was it ain't really got to necessarily be an equivalent. It could just be you wanting to do that shit because it's something that you want to do and you see that it needs to be done. You, I, I, Okay relationships or um the the part right before that part you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i feel like a lot of the courtship is you need to try to make my life easier right you know what i mean that's what you that's how you you know that's how kind of how we find out how we gel with each other right. and you know what i'm saying what can i do to make your life easier one of the easiest things that you can do is just take out my fucking trash. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's dirty. It's trash. I'm a woman. You know, I don't want to deal with it. It's probably late. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, too. And that was one of my points. I basically see, like, it would be more ramifications involved with you taking out my trash as opposed to me coming over and washing your dishes. But the dishes being in the sink or whatever, that's kind of some shit that's just sitting there and you just decided not to do. Mm. If the trash is, like, overflowing, it ain't no telling, like, it could have got late. I didn't take it out. And in my particular case, I got to walk a country-ass mile to take the trash to the dumpster. Mm-hmm. You know, it's dark as hell sometimes when you realize the shit needed to be taken out. And you don't necessarily just want to be a woman walking by yourself in the nighttime, walking to the lowly-ass trash can. Right. And then on top of that, too, it could be heavier shit in there that would be easier for you to take out. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just some dishes sitting there. That's just some shit that you just let sit there because you didn't feel like doing it. Right. You know? So I just didn't really think of it as no equivalent. And I thought about the courtship thing, too. Like, if you courting me, and that's generally, quote, unquote, how y'all, you know, think that this man-woman shit should go, you know, mm-hmm. why not take out the trash? Why do it have to be an equivalent? Why can't you just do the shit because you want to do the shit? Because me as a person, I personally don't count favors. Right. If I do some shit for you I just do and it. I want to do it, I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not going to be, no, oh, I did this for you. Now what you're going to do for me? Yeah. Right. 
is going to be because I wanted to do it and I'm not counting no favors. It's not tit for tat. It's because I wanted to do it. But, you know, just how you argue, you know, you just didn't want to wash the dishes, just left them fucking sitting in the sink. They could argue the same thing. Like, you just, bitch, you each lazy ass, you just want to take a trash. I just let that shit fucking sit in there waiting on the nigga to come take it out. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they could argue, you know what I'm saying, the same thing. But one thing about that, though, is it takes, like, it taking out the trash could be in as little as three minutes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Washing the dishes is a whole system. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Got to get the water ready. Got to put the bleach. Got to put the soap. Mm-hmm. Separate them. Get them washed. Get them rinsed. Let them air dry. Put the fucking cups and shit with, in their respective spots. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You literally just picking up a bag and taking it to the dumpster. You know? Yeah. yeah. And the thing is that sometimes shit, trash get heavy. Trash get heavy and right. shit. Like, you know, like you should, it would really be more suitable for you to be taking out that shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's just like, if you are dealing with me, and it's any fucking thing you see that I need, whether it be an oil change, I need air in my tire, you see that I needed some shit done with like plumbing, you notice it's a little drip in the sink or whatever, and you happen to be that nigga when it comes to, you know, like plumbing work and work around the house or whatever, if you come into my house and spend time with me and you see I need that shit. I just feel like it should be done. Mm-hmm. And the thing of it is, it go both ways. If I see some shit that, you know what I'm saying, and I deal with you for real, for real, first date and shit, no. But if I see what you and I see some shit that you need or like that and I can help, I'm just going to help. Right. It's not contingent upon nothing. It's right. going to be me wanting to do that for you. Yeah. And that's just that. And then I don't want you to get too used to especially too early. You know what I'm saying? Right. You just like, oh, I'm just going to leave these dishes in here for a whole week because she'll be here on Friday. So I'll just wait till she get here and leave them out here. You know what I'm saying? Right. So then I'm walking in the house and basically you looking at my ass like, hey, man, <laughs> I see you got on your maid uniform like you always do. <laughs> I wash those fucking dishes. You know what I'm saying? But um, if I, I feel like if I'm going to cook in your home, of course, that's a, you know what I'm saying, given. If, even if it's dishes there already, I'm going to wash those dishes and I'm going to cook and then I'm going to clean the dishes after I'm done. You know what I'm right. saying? Um, but um, taking out the trash, I just don't feel is so is as intimate as washing somebody's dishes. You know what I'm saying? True. I mean, not it, intimate, maybe not intimate, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's, it's less difficulty involved. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I'm sitting up here washing dishes and shit like that in the house for a meal that you probably cook for another bitch. Mm, okay. You got me fucked up. You know, at least with the trash, the trash is just kind of like, that shit just came from wherever, you know? Mm-hmm. Trash is kind of like shit, whoever threw that shit away. And then he brought up that point too, like... It could be a nigga that threw trash away. Exactly, but the thing is that I mean, it could be a nigga that throw trash any... I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, not like that, but like the trash is something like that ain't really nothing that you can be like oh, well, nigga accumulated all this trash. You know what I'm saying? Dishes, it's kind of like you could have cooked for whoever, you know? Because they're going to be like, oh, hmm. you um, sit up there, oh, this is a, uh, a nigga uh, built all this trash up, whatever like that, because the truth of the matter is, if a nigga had built all this trash up, his ass would be taking that shit out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's my job to tell you when, when your point of view is a little skewed. 
I think you might be a little skewed on your point of view might be a little skewed on this one because the same points that you're saying for the nigga could be the same points for the bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it could have easily been a bitch that piled up these dishes and just left the shit here. As it could have been a nigga that piled the trash up there and just left it there. You know what I'm saying? True. Um, I don't even want to dissect it and turn it into a big ass thing. I think it's just nigga, take out my motherfucking trash. And that's period. Damn, just take the shit out. Just take two seconds to go out. Take this dirty ass shit out to the dark, dank ass trash can and throw it in there and help me out real quick. You gonna get this pussy nigga? You already at my house. Take out my fucking trash. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna even say a particular. This wasn't a particular gentleman caller. This was um, an ex. Came and actually came in my house, looked at the trash, and was like, oh, this trash need to be taken out. And didn't take it the fuck out. Mm. Like, gathered the bag, like, closed the bag up, like, this need to be taken out. Okay? You, you gonna know? Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Since you saying something, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I wouldn't come in your house like, your dishes need to be washed. I wouldn't say that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Unless I'm prepared to do that shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you... I think we as women just expect that's just period universally, no matter what color you are, no matter what sex you are, really. I think it's just, oh, it's going to sound bad, but I think it's just a nigga's job to take out the trash. <laughs> you know? But then I hate to say that like that because then a nigga could say it's a bitch's job to clean up. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. But it's not that. We just associate trash with niggas. <laughs> Trash ass nigga, mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. But no, for real. you know what I'm saying. Though? No, I get what you're saying. It's just like this is this. I feel like it's it's just one of those, you know, because I'm not a um I'm not a feminist. You know what I'm saying. I believe in taking all of the privileges as a woman that I can. One of those privileges is you taking out my motherfucking trash and it not being a hard ass explanation behind that shit. Nigga, just take my shit out. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying. Help me the fuck out and do that for me. Thank you very much. And, shit, and the thing is that it ain't like if you don't come through, the shit just not going to get done. It's just that if you happen to come through and see it need to be done, go ahead and handle it. Right. And that's just what Trust it was. Trust me, believe I'm going to remember like, mm-hmm. man, oh, yes. I was just about to have to take that shit out to the car. Nigga, took it out for me. That's what's up. You right. know what I'm saying? But these days, these days, it's, it's not even just the trash and the dishes thing. A nigga will want you to clean their whole fucking crib up. Facts. Big facts. And I'm just not like. I don't mind. And then the thing is that I don't mind helping out, especially if I'm coming to see you, whatever, like that. You know, if you need me to like come through and assist or whatever, and we dealing with each other, like I don't mind doing none of that shit. You know, I guess the thing is for me, I'm just really about like teamwork and I'm really about doing what's in the best interest of the person that you're dealing with. At the end of the day, right. you know, mm-hmm. and you know, with the whole dishes shit or whatever like that, it's just kind of like I'm not opposed to washing dishes and things like that. I just didn't feel like that was the equivalent because it's kind of like if I'm tending to your needs and things that you want me to do in certain ways, I'm going to expect the same shit from you. You know, it's just like you know, if I come through or whatever like that, and you like certain shit done you know, sexually or whatever like that, 
I'm going to do it. And then right. if you come through, it's going to be certain shit that you see that need to be done that I expect for you to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it may be a little bit skewed as far as that goes, but that's just how it works. You know, that's, that's, that, that's that privilege, that woman privilege that, you know what I'm saying? Where if you're not a, you know, where feminists believe that they are, you know, equal to men, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think, I believe in a woman's privilege. You know what I'm saying? That's just one of the privileges like that we have, like the privilege of a nigga opening the door for us. You know what I'm saying? Right. When they see us coming, you know, mm-hmm. or opening the car door, or, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. This is just one of those things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That you, as a man, do to, you know what I'm saying? Quarter one. Not, and it don't even have to be, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, if I had a really good male friend, I I. Would it, not, I wouldn't expect him to take out the trash, but you know, mm-hmm. I I wouldn't be put off if he. I wouldn't feel like if he took out my trash, I wouldn't be like, is he trying to date me? You know what I'm saying? I would like good shit, my nigga. Thank you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Good looking out. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? And it just be kind of like taking the whole dating aspect out of it. Like I've been out with, you know, homeboys and shit like that. We are literally nothing romantic. You know what I'm saying? I've been out with my brother and shit mm-hmm. like that. And it's certain things that he just do because that's what you do for a woman. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Paying for certain shit or whatever like that. Or privilege. certain shit needs to be done. It's just certain things that you do. And I feel like that is certain things that work in the men's favor that women do as well. You mm-hmm. know? And it's the thing. Like, we're not above or beyond giving massages and, you know, giving ourselves mentally and emotionally, you know, for the betterment of a man. We do that sort of shit all the time. No effort, no questions asked. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like certain shit we should expect to be done. No questions asked, you know? And and again, I'm not counting favors and shit. I'm not really taking tally on. Did you check out my trash this time? Did you ask me about this? I'm I'm not. If you want to do it, you'll do it. And if I want to do it, I'll do it. And I just kind of leave it at that, you know? And the whole conversation just kind of went to this whole ass rabbit hole as far as like men and women and things like that. And women coming home and working 40 plus hours a week and then still being expected to cook and clean and everything. But that's kind of subjective too. What's the relationship like that Mm, you are speaking of, you know, Mm -hmm. like the thing is that women don't mind coming home and doing certain things, even after a hard ass day, if we can muster up the energy to do it, we'll do it. It just be the expectancy of it. Like, bitch, you better be in here cooking at motherfucking six. You better right. be in here cleaning that motherfucking six thirty. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You better be doing like it. Just be the expectancy and the. I don't, and that's the thing. I don't want to say entitlement, but I kind of do. You know, mm-hmm. like you just feel entitled to. Oh, <clears throat> I better come home and this, 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 and that, and whatever be done. I don't. That that's the part I can't get with. I, I feel like every relationship is designed to fit the people that's in it. It is. That's uh, and, and I. I could get with that if you, everything else matches. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, you know what I'm saying, every like, you know, maybe twice out the month or whatever, you be like, I come home and everything is clean and you made dinner. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or something like that. Or, um, you know, just you can put in, I feel like the amount of effort that you put in is what you're you gonna get back? You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So if you put in minimal effort, I'm not giving you any effort. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I can see, I can clearly see you're not putting in any effort. So why the fuck am I going to? You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna exert 
um, energy where you feel like you don't need to exert none. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Um, so if you put in that effort in, then I'm, you know what I'm saying? It has to be effort put somewhere. I'm not saying it's tit for tat, but it's just you not going to try with a motherfucker that's not trying. You know what I'm saying? So I don't feel like I should be doing all of this. I'm a motherfucker. I like to match energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, whatever I feel like, whatever shit you want, I'm on that same shit. You know what I'm saying? If you doing this and, you know what I'm saying, you acting this way, I'm going to match that. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's not always good. Sometimes, I feel like sometimes it's a hindrance. You know what I'm saying? But, um... That's like that, you know, you you give what you put, get, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And for sometimes, for some motherfuckers who be trying to take advantage, that's well and swell for them, you yeah. know? But um, when you feel, you, you'll feel a shift or you'll feel a certain way about somebody where it's like, you know, I want to do this extra because this is what I want to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, yeah he's 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 done this and you know what i'm saying now i want to show you know what i'm saying yeah definitely you know yeah and speaking of like energy matching and you know just kind of dissecting certain situations are you the type of person that if there's an argument or falling out with your significant other are you that person that'll put your feelings to the side if you feel like you were in the right to reconcile? No. <laughs> <laughs> if I feel like I was in the right, it, it depends because I'm, um, no, I'm sorry. I don't, I, I, I would have to, I don't, I ain't gonna say that. I was gonna say, I have to hear that I'm right. But that's not true. I don't have to hear that I'm right, but I need some type of acknowledgement that. I at least the, I understand where he was coming right. from or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not about to be on some bitch fuck you and I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. And I'm gonna be like, why you gotta be like that? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? No, nigga, if it's fuck me and it's fuck what I'm talking about, nigga, it's fuck you until you decide that it ain't fuck me no and more. And then put the two middle fingers up. Let's go. Hey, for real. Like <laughs> Yeah. It's probably bad. And uh, just another thing that we could always work on, and that's a good thing that we always be talking shit on here, whatever, because mm-hmm. we just finding out more and more about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in that sort of situation, depending upon how much time has went past, I may be the person that may try to break the ice, but I do still want you to take accountability for your role that you played in our beef. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. If you did some shit that was fucked up or said some shit that was fucked up, I need you to acknowledge that. I need you to say something about it. Even if I do decide to be the one to be like, all right, you know, fuck it. I feel like he was wrong or whatever like that, but it's been fucking a week. It's been two weeks, you know, it's been whatever. I can sort of, you know, break that ice and just address the situation and try to see if we can reconcile and see if we can come to a happy medium or at least agree to disagree mm-hmm. and come to a, all right, well, we know on this particular subject, we don't really mesh and agree or whatever. All right, let's move forward and just try not to piss each other off and get on each other's nerves in regards to that particular topic. Mm-hmm. But find a happy medium where we both comfortable. Right. And you got to be willing to compromise. If it's no yeah. compromise on your part, and I feel like mm-hmm. I'm the only one doing the compromise, and no, we got a fucking problem. Right. Even if I do decide, all right, I'm going to be the one to start the reconciliation. Nigga, 
something. I need something mm. on your end mm -hmm. for sure. You know, and I'm not opposed to compromise. It took a long time for me to get this to that point too, because if if I was right and I felt like I was right and I stand firm in my rightness, fuck you. Yeah, we'll be giving each other silent treatment for weeks on end. Mm. And <clears throat> I noticed this. Um, I noticed this about myself. It's like. If I feel like, I don't know what it is. I think it's maybe like the pride thing. Mm. If I feel like you trying to play me or you think that you play me, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That is going to be like a whole nother animal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, I don't, it's something about somebody thinking that they got over on me. That just fucks me up, mm -hmm. like you know what I'm saying. That is, so that's when it becomes bad in the, in the argument. You know what I'm saying. If I feel like maybe it's really a disconnect and you really don't understand what the fuck I'm saying, or you really, you know what I'm saying, don't agree with what I'm saying, and you really feel validly about that, I can accept that. I think, and you know what I'm saying, address it, or you know what I'm saying, or take it for what it's worth, or you know what I'm saying, move on from that. But if I feel like you sit here and you know, you know what I'm saying, and you really, you trying to pull the wool over my eyes and you trying to get one over on me and you trying, you know what I'm saying, you, um, you know, trying to get the best of me or whatever, that, that, I, I just, that drives me like over the fucking edge. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, um, and you know what I've come to realize? What's that? If I feel like I'm driven over the edge and um, I feel like I'm disrespected or I'm or I'm feeling played, I'm going to get back at you. Ooh, talk about that revenge. What you going, what, what, what? What kind of revenge? It's, and it's not even, it's not, it's, it might not, it's, it'll be some revenge. Trust me, y'all might be looking for revenge. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh -huh. <laughs> It's not even a revenge that you'll be able. You won't even know that that I enacted revenge on you. You know what I mean? Right. But it's gonna be like it's it's like I feel very deeply about you making me feel some type of way, yeah. and I'm gonna make you feel just as deeply about in some type of way about your own self you know what i'm saying right. i'm gonna fuck with you psychologically yeah and i seen that with some um like with some leo shit you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like leo's you know what i'm saying you 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 not gonna just cross them and get away with it you know what i'm saying they're not, not vindictive but it was something like basically you're gonna you gonna feel it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i'm like that shit is not true you know what i'm saying that shit is not true at all but it it it's kind of true for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If if I if I feel like you intentionally try to play me, I'm gonna enact psychological warfare on you. Woo! And and it's gonna be the slightest little. You know what I'm saying? You you might not even know that this is what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like you got one over on me. You got one up on me. And I don't appreciate that shit because I felt like you preyed on me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you're gonna pay for that shit. And it's not gonna be a physical pay. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna um, fight with you or embarrass you. I'm gonna psychologically fuck with your head. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and where you don't know it, you know what I'm saying? And you just not gonna, you're not gonna know shit. You're just gonna be psychologically fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, maybe I gotta get, not maybe, but I probably need to work on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, maybe I don't, you know what I'm saying? Because if you intentionally try to play me, then you got everything that's coming to you. Yeah. Okay. And we both very calculated like that. That's why sometimes I just be wondering, like, are are we alphas in the relationships? Oh, I hate when I do that. Um, I'm not going to say maybe alphas in the relationship, but I believe I'm an alpha female. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have alpha energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to say I have to be alpha in the relationship, but I'm an alpha female, and it's just certain shit that is just... It might be not be okay, but it might go over one way with another woman, but with mm-hmm. me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for that shit. Yeah. And that kind of be my feelings as well. Like I'm very big on points being proven and you seeing where I'm coming from. So sometimes I make it a little bit more aggressive and prove my point, you know? It's just like even small shit like being tit for tat as far as the Washing dishes versus taking up the trash thing. I'm 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 gonna get real petty on some. Well, nigga, I don't give a fuck, nigga. I know you use some dishes to cook for another bitch or whatever like that. But you know, a nigga didn't bring a gang of trash to throw into my dumpster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm I'm trying to get my points across in that sort of way, and I'm really trying to make you feel and see where I'm coming from and take over the whole argument because I hate losing arguments and I hate being wrong. You know, with dealing with men and things like that, and I hate when niggas get their point proven and I don't like when they say shit that make me making me think a lot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like don't 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 do that. You know? Right. Like I don't hate it, but I just hate it. Fuck y'all. You know? <laughs> I don't hate it. I just hate it. Fuck y'all. And that just may be a piece of, you know, toxicity that I am working on as well. But shit, I'm just the way that I am. I'm still a work in progress and everything is still growth. So um, I've had relationships and like situationships and people that I've dealt with that I feel like I was the alpha and as much as I can't control it, I don't prefer it, if that makes sense. In a relationship? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't prefer to be the alpha. I just feel like, nigga, you ain't got the shit under control. I'm and stepping in. Step I'm mm-hmm. stepping in. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yes. And I've, I've felt like that too. You know what I'm saying? And I thought it was just me, I'm like, damn, well, do I just, I can't help but to take over or quote unquote be controlling, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until I got into certain situations where I did not feel that urge where it's like shit going to be fucked up if you're not in control, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it was able to actually sit back and not be in control. It was like, oh, well, I don't got to do all that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it, it exists, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just got to, it's, it's. Whatever it is, you gotta find that chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I'm I'm starting to break relationships down into this dominant and submissive. You know what I'm saying? Right. It don't always have to be this person is a hundred percent dominant and this person is a hundred percent submissive all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying? In in this aspect, when it comes to to cooking and cleaning up the kitchen and shit, mm-hmm. he, he might be dominant in this. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and let you handle that and take that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, when it comes to 
planning family vacations and shit and taking family pictures or something. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck I do. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's but dominant and submissive roles, that's the basis of shit. And I think that's how shit flows. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if it's too Dominant motherfuckers is just gonna be fucking headbutting on all the time. You know what I'm saying? All the time, twenty four seven. I've been there as well. Mm-hmm. And if it's too submissive, motherfuckers, then maybe ain't shit getting done. Exactly, ain't exactly. shit happening. Mm-hmm. And that'd be the thing too, like nigga. If I'm sitting back and letting shit ride is on purpose, because I already know that I'm kind of dominant and a little bit of an alpha, and I kind of want to see shit go a certain way. So if I'm letting shit happen, that means that I'm waiting on you to step up and provide a solution, provide right. some sort of clarity to the situation, some sort of problem solving, something. Right. I'm waiting on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that just won't work for me. That just And if you can't step up and be that person and be that male that's going to make sure shit gets done, whether the problem be small or big, you ain't got some sort of solution. Take it out of the trash. Or, or it's, hello, <laughs> something even leading towards a solution that's going to piss me off, but I did want to ask, what is your equivalent of quote unquote courting? Like, I know you're not courting the nigga, but like, what is your equivalent of what you do to kind of charm a nigga and like reel a nigga in and make him want to deal with you and, you know, be around you and things like that? Like, what is your. Okay. And is this Court, are you saying courtship, equivalent like, to take out the trash or just period? All of that. Any of that. Okay. So any of that. Like what do you do? What do you say? Like how do you go about meeting a man? And what do you do to make him feel as if like, oh, okay, I can fuck with her. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a few. One of my courting things I'm gonna say is because it, it correlates to the conversation that we having right now. One of my courting um things is to come to your shit. Or, you know, you come to my shit, but let's just say in this instance, come to your shit and cook for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bring um, all of the necessary shit that I need. You know what I'm saying? Because I like specific shit. It's my shit a specific way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Bring all the shit that I need. And, you know what I'm saying? Now, is this earlier or later in the relationship? Like, is this also first date type shit? Like, Not oh, nigga, I got vegetables. I got everything we need to cut up. Make some motherfucking dishes and let's go. Salads, all that shit. First date. No, not first date. Oh. You talking about first date? No, no, first... I'm asking. I'm asking oh. when does it happen? Oh, okay. No, this is not a first date type of okay. thing. This is a few dates when I actually realize, okay, I, you know what I'm saying? I like you and I want to be bothered with you. Mm-hmm. Maybe after a month or so. You know what I'm saying? Maybe three weeks to a month or so, whatever, because I don't give a fuck about cooking for you if I don't like you. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And, um, you know, it's it's kind of, I, I don't know, it's, maybe it's like my little nurturing thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let me, you know what I'm saying, make sure you straight and you fed and, you know what I'm saying, and, you, and you're going to like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me, you know what I'm saying, do all of that for you. And so you can just feel nurtured. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, I want you to feel like, damn, she just got all her shit and came to my house and cooked the fucking meal. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And got me together and made sure I had lunch for the next day and yeah. cleaned up her shit and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she even left that expensive ass cheese that she bought. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um that's one thing um that, that's a part of my courting. Yeah. Um another thing I would say is either buying 
you like something small, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. something that I heard you say in passing, right. you know what I'm saying? Or um, you know what I'm saying, something like that. It don't have to be it's not matter of fact, it's not gonna be I'm cashing out. I'm cashing out on uh something for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's gonna be something like I got this for you so you know that I've been listening to what you have been attention. saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've listened to what you like or you know what I'm saying? You said, damn, I I had a, a green, um, a lime green big lighter. I lost that bitch. I have never been able to find it since. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then I go to the store. I'm like, damn, here's a fucking green ass big yeah. lighter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let me grab this. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Just to let you know, not to let you know that um willing to spend money or I'm gonna spend money on you but just to let you know that I listen I pay attention and um uh, I want you to either have something that you want or maybe have something that you didn't want but that can be useful to you you right. know yeah um so that like um I'm not gonna say what did I say? Gift giving? Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Or um, this is, I will put a slash next to that gift giving or um, pay for a date. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the first few dates. You know what I'm saying? Because I want you to get in the routine of this is, you know what I'm saying? This is what happens, but it's going to be like, um, okay, we're in a routine of you. You're paying for, paying for dates and then all of a sudden, let me let me do this one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just so you know, it's like I'm not I'm not doing this shit just to get free dates off of your ass. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then I actually like you enough to actually take money out of my pocket as a woman to mm-hmm. contribute to us having a good time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not um I'm not opposed to that. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna wanna spend my money to show you a good time too. Yeah. You know. Not all the time, you know what I'm saying? Right. But um that I'm willing to do that. You know what I'm saying? Where you ain't just gotta spend, spend, spend on me all day. Yeah. I mean, you can, you know what I'm saying? But I just wanna you know, just show that this ain't that's not what I'm after. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I can spend money too, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I like when you spend yours. <laughs> more. Right. Definitely. I feel that. What about you? Um, I think one of the big things for me as far as like, you know, the courtship stage and things like that, and it, it feel weird calling it courting when you're talking about a nigga, but it's just basically being tentative and listening and having an open ear as far as the things that they may be going through, you know, how was your day? Oh, you had an interview. How did that go? Right. Oh, you had a fucked up day. Damn. What happened? Being that listening ear and that person to vent to and that shoulder to cry on if needed, you know, if applicable. And just providing that open space for you to open up and be yourself. Mm. You know, another thing is being 100% tentative and interested in your dreams, your ambitions, things that you want to get done. Things that you want to have done by this sort of, you know, this particular time, your goals and really giving you the strength and encouragement to actually do that mm. and just being that person that's going to be there and support you right. as far as shit that you may need to get you closer to that dream because mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of healing comes from talking and expressing yourself 
and a lot of niggas don't really find that in their niggas, you know? Right. They'll be like, oh, I said this is that whatever that nigga said me, that nigga told me to, you know, man up, start acting like a bitch, or that nigga just had jokes, or that nigga just roasted me, or whatever like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But I find that men have vulnerable sides and sides mm-hmm. that they are willing to open up and be honest about that they may necessarily not be able to be open and honest about about people that they've maybe known their whole life. So being that open listening ear, you know? Right. Also, yeah. and just to piggyback off of that, mm-hmm. I love when a nigga is open enough with me to actually tell me about your day. Exactly. Tell me about your work day instead of, it was cool. You know what I'm right. saying? What and the fuck like, happened? Who got on your nerves? Yeah, yes. Shit. Who got on your nerves? Bitch, let me tell you about this bitch, Sally, that pissed me the fuck mm-hmm. off this morning, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that'd be the thing. So, yes. And just, especially with that, like, work. Family, too, is another big thing. Like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, my aunt pissed me off because she was on some fuck shit or whatever like that. Or that bitch said this, this, that, whatever. You know, being that person to be like, okay, you know. And not only just listen and give responses, but give possible solutions and right, things that you right. can try to try to make the situation better. Mm-hmm. You know, I do really pride myself on that sort of thing. And really just encourage and being supportive, again, you know, in any way that I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is just making sure that you're good in general and in life. You know, like, oh, you know, I'm out at motherfucking Target or like that. You need something? Or mm-hmm. I'm picking up this, this, that, whatever. You ate today? Or, you know, right. whatever, whatever. You know, like, I'm not really Miss Susie Homemaker and shit like that. Like, if it's left to me, nigga, we eating chicken every day. <laughs> like, but just being there in the ways that I know I can be, you know? I also like doing stress relieving sort of things, giving massages, you know. <laughs> giving massages is a stress relieving thing for you. Yeah, it can be. Mm-hmm. So we have certain pressure points and certain tension in our bodies that can be relieved with a simple massage, you know? Yeah, but I'm saying, are you saying. Oh, for me, not for me personally? No, yeah. it's for the other person. It's a stress reliever for them. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not for me, you know. It'd be strictly for that person. But if it's you know, especially if you want us to have a niggas that do the type of work where you're on your feet all day, you're using your body and your muscles all day, you lift shit, you work in construction, you work in a right. plant and things like that. Like, damn, I know you had a hard day or whatever like that, mm-hmm. you know. Massage. Yeah, let me, you know, make you feel good or whatever, you know. Yeah. And getting them comfortable and to a point to where it's like, damn, you know, I had a hard ass day, but like now I feel like I can let a little bit of that hard ass day go. Right. And make yeah. it a little more simpler and things like that, you know? And I'm big on what you were saying earlier too. Like if I see some little shit or whatever and I'm out, I'm like, oh, this nigga said he needed this, this, that, or whatever, or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I could definitely pick that up or whatever. I'm already out and shit like that, but. Or if I'm doing some other shit and I see some, I might stop by the store or some shit like that and like, oh, yeah, this person might need this or whatever like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And just pay attention to like little small details like of things that, you know, may or may not be needed or some shit that they may have said in the past that they wanted or could have used or whatever and just be like, oh, you know, I was here and I picked this up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or just little small shit like, Oh, I see you, you know, had a hard day or whatever like that, you know. So here's this to take the edge. Yeah, here's mm-hmm. this to take the edge off. You know, right, yeah. You know, liquor, weed, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
This one's for you. This is something that um, I have not had the opportunity to do this um, as of yet. Um, but I hear about friends doing stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, having a bunt roll for your man when he get off. Mm. I know I've, I've done it before. You know what I'm saying? But it's mm. not, not recently. You know what I'm saying? But just that. Oh, hey, you know what I'm saying? You you hear you you off work, you know what I'm saying? You could take take your shoes off at the door. Bam. Look at that. Look in the ashtray, babe. Look in the ashtray. Pre-roll. Okay. Let's, Let's do this. You ready? Mm-hmm. I like that. Depending upon if you smoke or not, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, it might just have to be a little glass of scotch with a few ice cubes in it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Very bitter or some shit. All right. Another little thing I like to do, running little errands for for yeah, you, for yeah, for my like person that I'm dealing with or whatever. Little small errands and shit. Like, damn, I needed to um, grab some shit like for the house or whatever like that. Or I needed to grab like you know I need tissue or like paper towels or some shit like damn I was out or whatever you know. Mm. Little small shit like that. I like doing that. Mm. I definitely like running little errands or like damn. I forgot to drop this off at the post office, or I forgot to do this stuff, whatever. But I ain't gonna have time to do it because I gotta do this, this, that, or whatever too. And I can just wait till tomorrow. But I need to get it out today, type thing. Like, nigga, nigga, I'm available. Mm-hmm. Like that sort of thing. Yeah. Just anything to contribute to the betterment of you and making your life right. a little more easier. Yeah. I'm definitely all for it if we're like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a part of like courtship and things like that. I I do feel like I kind of indulge in the other person you know mm-hmm. definitely if you're worth it for sure i like along the lines of what you said i like um adding or contributing little pieces to your house you know what i'm saying like i don't know maybe um i bought you some hand soap you know what i'm saying yeah or this i found this shit this shit is the same color as your kitchen you know what i'm saying yeah. you put this in there so not only am i helping you by adding to your life that but it's whenever little, you see this shit, a little piece of me, you're gonna think of me, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like when that shit is done, also. I like when a nigga pay attention to detail, yeah. that is such a big turn on, you know, mm-hmm. other than like making me laugh and things like that. Other like side note things is paying attention to detail and being tentative to things that I might need. Mm-hmm. I just really, really like enjoy that also a nigga with a dog ass memory mm. is a turn on yeah you know yeah. Yeah, i remember you said or whatever like i remember right. you told me like on our first date or whatever that your brother live in china and shit like that mm-hmm. how that's going like mm-hmm. you know if I, I told you that shit six months ago and you remembered i never brought it right. back up that is such a fucking turn on oh we having dinner three three months later and you get me the chicken with no cheese. Right. In your case. Like exactly. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. See, I be bitching about cheese all the time, though. So it's kind of easy to remember oh, that I be okay. bitching all the time. <laughs> you can't forget that. Yeah, you just can't forget that. Yes. And that, and just like little shit or whatever. I know I talk about it a lot, but like something like that would be something that I bring up in a conversation and you may not hear nothing else about it unless something else happened. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. But if you remember shit like that, small details or things that I've told you in the past, and I don't have to like rebring it up. You just remember it off that one conversation. That is a big ass turn on. Yeah. But like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. An explosion. Yes. Uh, here's one that we did not say 
we kind of said a little bit, but we didn't blatantly say it. But fuck with my car so I don't have to. Go take my shit for an oil change. Go get my shit cleaned out or clean my shit out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Reset that little thing. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? You seen that fucking uh, headlight. My headlight was broke. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Replace that shit. Make this car shit easy for me because I'm not a chick that be under the hood and all Hello. that shit. I was just about to say, bitch, because, honey, a bitch like me barely know how to put air in a tire. Okay. okay? So, any of that um, rotating tires, tune-ups, oil chains and shit like that, baby, this is what I got a mechanic, AAA, and you niggas for. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Because I, 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 don't, I don't have it in me. I don't yeah, know what the fuck is nothing. what. I don't even know what most of the symbols mean right on the car when they pop up the light i'm like what the fuck is this little two things that look like something headed towards each other and it's in green what that mean mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, look like some shit like mushing together or something right. what's that exclamation mark in the parentheses yeah. what the fuck is that <laughs> two little shits like, what does that mean right i need something they be like Bitch, you ain't know your engine was about to blow up. <laughs> no, how would I know that? It say right here, engine about to blow. Engine about to blow. <laughs> about to get blue. Yeah, like, bitch, when last time you put coolant in your fucking car? What's coolant? Like, oh, I take coolant. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, girl, that's me. You talking about water? Hunty. <laughs> and a bitch like me, especially with the whole tire shit, baby. A nigga that know how to change a tire, and this has been proven before, that is a big turn on, okay? Because... Mm-hmm. I am the type of bitch that run over animal bones, <laughs> nails, glass, people. Like I just run over just random shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I me and tires have been a thing since I started driving. I remember tire I can't keep, girl. Okay, I can't keep a tire for shit. I remember. And like, and knock on wood, I'm doing decent now. I am yeah. learning more about tires and their carrying needs. But like, I'm the type of bitch when. Bitch, I buy new used tires. Okay, you, you I would buy new used tires. You the reason that I have tire PTSD. I have tire PTSD. Like I be mm. riding in the car, and as soon as I hit a pothole, I turn the radio down quick and say like, "Wait for this." Yes, yes. Because I remember it, that that you know the time we was over there. You know what I'm saying? In our area where a lot of magic in our lives happened, it was tire troubles all the fucking time, yes. and it was like it was like happening so fucking often. It was just like. Anything we hit, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen. You hear something? Yeah. And you got to be listening for about five miles. You know what I'm saying? To make sure there ain't shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. First couple months I had my car, I ran over a pot. It was actually on my way to you. I was on my way. Uh, oh, yeah. The yeah. Uh-huh. The first couple months I had my car, just boom. Uh-huh. Out of here. Tire out of here. Just, just got that car. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, me and tires have never been... Friends. Just cool like that. Like tires really have a thing against me. That's why I just be anytime I hit any sort of anything, it ain't even gotta be a pothole. It can literally just be a groove in the street that maybe the you know the cement might be lifted a little bit. Mm. Oh my god, I just hit that. What the fuck? You know, right. I'm, I'm, Never I'm being cool while I'm driving, but in my head I'm a fucking wreck. Mm-hmm. Like What's so gonna if happen? you are a man and you fuck with tires and you know how to change tires and you can Maneuver your way around tires and tire changing instantly wet. Come here, right? Come here right now. Oh, and I'm what I'm when I might, I I'm might gonna just... blow you. It's like, no, 
I might just come on myself if you if you make me make it so where I don't have to con- be in contact with none of the car niggas at all. Right. If you just take my shit and go get the shit done. Oh my god, I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. I remember calling myself doing that. A nigga had um, and it was actually my first car or whatever. A nigga had called himself changing my tire or whatever, and he worked in a shop or whatever. Put the tire back on and shit, but he did not have a little the machine that actually tightens the bolts on the tire to make the tire stay on. I'm riding downtown getting ready to get on Lodge Freeway. And the tire pops off and rolls across the median. Bitch, my tire's on the other side of the street on Jefferson. And I hit the ground. Boom! Hit the ground. Hard as fuck. I'm like, well, he tried. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like, damn. And the tire rolling off. The tire rolled across the median. Mm. Bitch, I, I I, could never even find that tire. I couldn't even locate it just because I, I don't even give a fuck where it went at this point. My tire's gone. Mm. And I'm just in the middle of Jefferson. No fuck. tire. No tire. Thank God I hadn't gotten on the freeway yet, but. Right. You know, it was just a case of a nigga trying, but not quite succeeding. You know? Nigga, no, I don't need you to try like that. I need yeah, you to fucking succeed when yeah. it comes to my tires. Like, yeah, nigga, you're trying my life. And my brakes. You're trying exactly. my life. Exactly. The fuck? So you know your way around the car and actually know what the fuck you're doing? Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. So I'm going to go ahead and say it ain't no equivalent to taking the trash out. <laughs> nigga, just take my motherfucking trash nigga, out. Okay. You want you want this? For huh? You want this? Exactly. Take the trash out. Exactly, nigga. I need you come come Nike. Just yeah. do it. Just do right. it. I need you come in Nike. Because if you if you take my trash out, I'm you're gonna get that back. Maybe not. You know how to be like you gonna get that back tenfold. Maybe not tenfold. Maybe fivefold. But you take out my trash, you'll get I'm that equivalent fold. Because I know this. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm. A, oh, this nigga got some sense. He taking out the trash. Got right. sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're domesticated too. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. you know how to run a house. Oh, there's a trash can that's running over. Let me get this shit out of here. You right. know what I'm saying? Please do. And I think another turn off for me too is doing little small shit that you notice on me at that particular time. And you just adjust it real quick. Let's say I got my hair like in a little messy bun or whatever, and you see my little cowlicks and like hairs flying away and stuff like that. You just take it and just smooth it up. Mm. I'm like, yeah, baby, you know, I got you whatever like that, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, thank you, baby. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But like, Jas- but like Jocelyn, like he's so protective of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like when he was, Stevie J was wiping the sweat from her nose and shit mm-hmm. in that little counseling session. Like that sort of shit. You know what I'm saying? Dad, my nose, you know, with a little cloth or something like that. You see me sweating or whatever. You know, fan me or something. It'd be the little things, you know? (laughs) Not fan me. (laughs) Do something. Just do something. Do something. Let me know that you care. Right. Mm And I'm big on moral support, too. Mm -hmm. I'm big on just, damn, you know, it's fucked up, but you know what I'm saying? It should work out. I'm big on positivity. Letting me know that you're there and you're listening and that you really feel like things will work out for the best. You know? I'm really good on that. I had a hard-ass day at work. I had a fucked-up mm. day at work. I maybe didn't hit my goal and my numbers the way that I wanted to. Tell me that shit will be straight and I'll do it the next day. You know? Just right. something. Right, yeah. Give me some encouraging words. Some sort yeah. of encouragement. Don't be like, oh, okay. 
uh, so what you got? <laughs> right. Like, I just hate a nigga though. What you doing me to death? Yes. Like, W-I-D. 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 What's up? What's you, up? What you got? What you got on the floor? Like, nigga. The fuck? You got about three to five what you doing. And then and it's going to be, why? What's up? Why? You had that shit. Why? Every time I answer this question, it's just, it's nothing. So why? I'm not doing shit. Actually, I'm doing everything. Hold on. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. Just my bottom line is just put towards some little effort. See something around my house and fix that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. Like a guy, uh, um, uh, once before a particular gentleman caller uh-huh. um, came in my house one time in my sink. This was his first time in my house, uh-huh. and my sink was stopped up. You know what I'm saying? My uh-huh. bathroom sink or whatever. Well, it was running out slow. You know what I'm saying? He like, what? Let me find out you need some boric acid. I'm like, what? What's that? Like, what's the- okay, because I'm just about to ask too. Like, or some who? <clears throat> I'm like, right. I'm like, what? He like. And he said it again. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, what's that? He's like, for the for the sink. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I do. You know what I'm saying? Actually, and, now that you mentioned it. Right. Yeah. And he didn't even do it. You know what I'm saying? He never did put the shit in the sink or, you know what I'm saying, went and got in and came back and, you know what I'm saying, fuck with the sink or nothing. But just the fact that you recognized and he was like, I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I could fix that for you if you need. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. If if you come in my house and you'll be like, damn, you one time this in my um relationship a long time ago, my baby daddy. This is this is how simple it is just if as a woman, if you make my life easier, more convenient, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You 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 probably got a friend for life, you know what I'm saying? Right, or whatever. Right. Girl, it was a fucking pot. The handle on the pot was loose. It was loose as fuck. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a little pan or whatever. So I take pan. The handle on the shit was loose as fuck. You know what I'm saying? So where if I pick it up, it should be limp as hell. You know what I'm saying? And it just shaky as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Ish. I came home from work one day, and that pot was tight as fuck. The, the little handle was tight as fuck on the pot. He had tightened it. I'm like, <gasps> it was just so little. I'm like. You really went and took the effort and got a screwdriver and tightened the handle on this pot? hmm Oh, my God. That is so sexy. <laughs> yes. Like, because it's, it's just this little-ass pot. But I know it's rickety as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know it's rickety as fuck. I mean, maybe you, you had to know it's rickety as fuck because you fixed it, but... It don't matter to you, really. You know what I'm saying? Right, but right. the fact that you're just like, okay, this shit kind of broke. I could fix this. You know what I'm saying? Yes, come up all in, come all up in my space and fix it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or you don't even got to fix it. Just be like, damn, you you know this could be fixed. You, you know what I'm saying? I could help you with this. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Make my life more convenient. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Love it. And I, and I should be doing the same for you. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, like, it's never a problem with doing certain shit. Like, I think a lot of the misconception with this whole men role versus women role is, again, the entitlement and what Mm -hmm. is expected. It's not like there's an issue with cooking, cleaning, folding clothes, washing or whatever like that. It's not like it's an issue with doing it. 
It's just the entitlement and you expecting it done when you want it done. The thing of it is, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it either way. Right. But right. if you breathing down my neck like a fucking drill sergeant, oh, you do this, you need to have it done by this time oh, yeah. or whatever. That's where it lies the issue. Right. You know? mm-hmm. So it's never a problem with doing shit for you, doing things you know that you like, what you want done, things around the house. It's never that. Right. Because the truth of the matter is, shit, I got to live here too. Right. You think I'm going to want to see it fucked up? Right. You think I'm going to see it without food? You think I'm going to want to see the clothes not washed, not folded, not put up, not whatever? You think I'm going to want to live in this motherfucker with it like that too? Or I got to frequent this motherfucker like that? I'm like, no. It can get done. It's just don't be entitled. And just understand that I'm human as well. So it may not be days that shit get done to the capacity that you want it or right. in the time frame that you want it. Right. And that's at the end of the day, all that I'm really looking for is a little bit of understanding in mm-hmm. regards to that, you know? Because it's going to get done. Right. But can you accept the fact that it's not going to get done in the when time frame to. that you are looking to have it get done? That's really it. And you know what? If you can't ex- ex- accept me not getting in the time frame, me getting it done in the time frame that you want me to, just with my ass. <laughs> and we can get all over this shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we can solve the problem. And we can solve this problem. Just with my ass and let's get it over with. Let's go. Let's get this aggression out. Big mode. Really big mode. <clears throat> yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Period. So, I the what the answer to the question of what's the equivalent to the taking out the trash is nothing. nothing. Take my trash out the just because button. you know what I'm saying. Just because it's it's kind of it's kind of no equivalent to you getting your dick sucked. You know what I'm saying? Hello. You're gonna want that shit sucked regardless. You know what so I'm what's saying? going on? Exactly. You, you might not even be eating no twat that day. You know what I'm saying? But you're gonna still want your dick sucked. So I guess at the end of the day, taking the trash out is like is equivalent to get dick sucks. Hmm. Where I, where I maybe not what we want to do that shit, you know what I'm saying? But I have to, and I have to put in my best effort. Mm-hmm. And a dick suck takes a lot longer than taking out the trash. Come on, talk about it, okay? Um, yeah. So just, just think about that. You know what I'm saying? Because more often than not, you taking out the trash is gonna lead you closer to a dick suck. Woo! In layman's terms, so y'all niggas can understand it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm definitely. Well, that was definitely very enlightening. Very enlightening conversation. Something else that I needed towards my growth. I always have, after we have our, you know what I'm saying, and we a little bit um, pre-discussed what we're going to talk about here but every time at the end of it I'll be like damn I got a little list of shit that I done learned today you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. for sure but yes um just take my trash out <laughs> ice me the fuck out take my fucking trash out nigga Marcus right. uh, <laughs> So, um, wrapping that up, um, we're going to go into our black business today. Okay. Okay. Something very special to me and near and dear to me and different. Yes. And, um, me too. Yes. what we have, um, yes, to you too. Um, very different from what we, um, 
our usual black business here. This is um, a YouTube channel. YouTube. And this YouTube channel happens to belong to my awesome, bomb-ass little sister. Yes, yes, I love her. And, um, you know, she's just starting out. She's a, she's a youngster. <laughs> she's a youngster. But, um, you know, she has a couple, um, not a couple, she has a few um you youtube videos that she um has on her page um which is all things b b e e and you know she do it does um hauls where she you know what i'm saying gets a bunch of clothes from places and tries them on and you know what i'm saying shows you how they fit and shit like that and um and a, a few makeup videos too you know mm. um so just you know go check her out she's a young um young content creator. Yes. And um, you know, just just kind of starting out and you know, just trying to get some viewers and subscribers. So I know the number of subscribers that she has. So if y'all can, you know, go and just boost her subscription up a few a few people, that mm -hmm. would be great. Yes. Once again, that's all things B. Like the bug, B E E, the yep. stingy, stingy bee. And, um, you know, just go check out her videos. You know, she does hauls and makeup tips, and I'm sure um, it'll be more stuff to come. Definitely. I love that. And I love like content creators and just people putting useful things out into the world and using their talents for good and just doing some shit that's going to be beneficial to other people yeah. you know right right yeah shit. like baby let me tell you i learned how to do makeup diy's hacks all types of shit from youtube so mm -hmm. anybody who's doing any sort of content especially in that realm i can 100 appreciate yes give me mm -hmm. all the tips right all the things needed and for sure i think that this is a beautiful positive thing I'm so proud of her and just the person that she's become. And like, I just we're really well think she's yeah dope mm -hmm. and doing her thing. So she's definitely extra dope. She yes. is. Shouts out to her. This a beautiful, smart person and just really coming into her own. And mm -hmm. I love to see it. So definitely shouts out to you. Yes. All things be. Please check her out. Please uh, check her out on YouTube. Check her out. Check her out. And we actually um got decided to make a purchase that we received today off of you know what i'm saying not off of but our our um uh, our purchase was influenced by us being able to go and watch hauls and see exactly. how the shit fit on people right. you know what i'm saying how we was like okay when we go see okay oh they trying on this is that shit if they're my size and i can see how the shit fits instead of just going blindly yeah. being like i hope that i hope it fits you know right. so yeah um shout out to my sister and the content that she is creating, you yes. know, she is still a little tight right now. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that she jumped out there and started, you know, to do something, I um, give her kudos and applaud her and, you know, um, just stay steadfast and, you know what I'm saying, keep going. And, you know, this, it, even if this is not it, it might lead you to what is it, you know, but you, you got something there, girl, I'll tell you. Definitely. Yeah, check her out on YouTube. All things B. B E E. Yes. Love you. Yes, love if you're listening. You. Love.
Or if any of her friends came and listened, hey, uh. <laughs> but yeah, moving on really quick to the wish someone would have told me. And it's loosely based on what we, you know, kind of discussed here and discussed in the past. But I wish someone would have told me to put that pride to the side. Mm-hmm. And speaking of my life, that's what I'm saying. This is very, 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 you know, particular and speaking to me because putting my pride to the side is something that I just literally started working on in 2020. Mm-hmm. Here we are in 2021, only a month in, mm-hmm. and I still, of course, have not fully grasped the thought of and the actual notion of putting my pride to the side. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as situations, <clears throat> things I can't control things that are said, done, X, Y, and Z, putting that pride to the side and just trying to find a solution and trying to find the best way to live your life and find some sort of fucking peace, you know? Right. You know, we were just speaking about, like, the equivalent of things, the equivalent of, you know, taking up the trash versus doing the dishes and shit. Sometimes put that fucking pride to the side. It don't have to be tit for tat. It don't have to be you do this for me, I do that for you. It could just be I want to do this at the kindness of my heart. Right. Or it could be put that prior to the side and let somebody do some shit for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And that be yeah. one of my major issues that I have trouble grasping. It's like, damn, this person could definitely want to be doing something for you. No strings attached and nothing else involved. Mm-hmm. Put that process aside and let them do that. Except, yeah. Yeah. Or put that process aside and receive it. Receive it or also admit when you're wrong or admit that mm-hmm. your particular views and things that you look at and believe in may be a little bit incorrect and may be just one-sided. Put that process aside in any way. Be open. Be visual. Be inclined to just receive and accept things that may be out of the norm, maybe out of the ordinary for you, taking you out of your comfort zone. Put that fucking pride to the side. And it may be a hard thing to do, but again, with like anything else that's worth having, it takes time. It takes time to process. It takes time to perfect it takes time for you to really get it done right and really put that pride to the side is this true especially in these relationships you know i think we and i'm 100 guilty of this i was literally talking to you about this last night mm-hmm. letting your guard down and just really seeing where some shit could go and seeing the beauty of some shit regardless of if it could be to your detriment in the future taking the lesson out of that and taking right. the actual yeah experience out of that because mm-hmm. just as it didn't go your way this particular time don't mean that it didn't prep you for something better right yeah it not going your way that time just allowed you to know exactly what you can and can't tolerate right what you are and are not looking for what right. you are and are not willing to accept yeah. and it's- it helps open doors and just give you so much and so much enlightenment and that is the sure. lesson and that is the blessing mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. even if it don't go your way Put that pride to the tide, to the side, and just embrace whatever right. is gonna happen, whatever is gonna be the outcome. In most lessons, in most ills, there's a lesson. You know, come on, Let's don't talk just about think it. of it as ill. Yeah, it's an ill, but it's also a lesson in there somewhere. Let's go. Don't don't let it be. You know what I'm saying? Be bypassed. Exactly, and mm-hmm. don't let your pride be so much of a distraction to where you miss the lesson. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's always one there. Yeah, it is. It is. So, definitely sure. something that I'm working on, and definitely wish someone would have told me. Yeah. And that's that's a good one. 
especially what about the lessons because I find I find when the worst shit happened to me, it'd be the worst shit. You know what I'm saying? Something I, that I really have no control over. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, Delana. Okay. So the moral of the story is you know what I mean? Man. The moral of the story is, you know, even though it's fucked up right now, everything is bad. The moral of the story is, which is the lesson. You know what I mean? The yeah. lesson that you get out of this is blah. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I feel that 100. Yeah. 1,000%. Yeah, hopefully. It's just always something that we're working on, so. Constant work. I'm tired of fucking working on myself. But that's Shit. the thing, though. Working on yourself is a process that'll go on to the day you die. You'll never, ever stop working on yourself. It's, it's always day. room for improvement. Because perfection is just something that you'll never be able to attain, but you'll just try to and strive to get better day after day. Mm-hmm. So, But, of course, follow us on all our motherfucking platforms, bitch. <laughs> please, please do, bitch. Sign off. <laughs> No, but please do. Um, we got uh, um, our Gmail, which you can send us an email if you have any like questions or you want some advice, you want to cuss us out, or you know, yeah. say we comments, some suggestions, all that shit, what you did, didn't agree with. Yes, please do that at delicatedominance at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us all your inquiries and, um, you know, if you're mad, suggestions, all those type of things. Yeah. You can hit us up on Instagram. And our Instagram is um, Dale Dime Podcast. D-E-L-D-O-M-E-E Podcast. And we got Twitter, too. You can hit us up on. Our official Delicate Dominance Twitter page handle was at Delicate Dime Pod. The official Twitter page. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to the Twitter sphere. And Black Twitter. I love y'all. Y'all niggas funny as fuck. <laughs> Bree Bree. <laughs> well, of course. So. Definitely like and rate and comment and just you know just kick let it us with know us. you there, all right? Let us know, you know, keep listening and everything. So until next time, when we back on our bullshit, and we we gonna be back on that bullshit Hello. for real. It's Auto and Queen P, and we are gonna see y'all next week. Of course, maybe in Miami. God willing, right? <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening. Oh.